Welcome to the WSU Alumni Podcast, where we interview legendary alumni of the station's past. Make sure to listen to our friends at the Pirate's Eye Podcast, where they interview Seton Hall alumni from all walks of life. Available on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening today, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of the WSOU Alumni Podcast. I'm joined today by Jen Ursillo, class of 1993. Jen is the midday news anchor for the Dennis and Judy show on NJ 101.5. Jen, how are you doing? Hi, Kayla. Thanks for having me. You doing all right? I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. So let's get right into it. Could you sum up Jen Ursillo for me in a few of her favorite things? Oh my goodness. So, uh, well, if we're going to talk music, uh, even though I was on SOU and did all the rock and the heavy metal, Bruce Springsteen, my absolute, absolute favorite musician. Uh, anytime somebody sees Springsteen, it's like, oh my God, Jen, we thought of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bruce is always going to be uh, my number one dude uh, in, in music. Uh, my favorite things, oh my goodness. Well, I'm a beach person, love the beach. Love the color purple. In fact, I just bought a purple Jeep, a brand new purple Jeep. And wow. <laughs> oh my God, you got it. It was my dream, dream car. Uh, <laughs> love, love music, love concerts, love radio. I've been doing radio since college. I won't even tell you how old I am. So, uh, but I have never been out of the business. Um, yeah, and just rock and rolling, man. Very nice. So what's the best beach on, uh, on the coast of Jersey? So I live in Brick, uh, so a lot of people, they'll go to Point Pleasant, they'll go to Manasquan, but I go to Brick Beach, it's awesome. It's like Cheers, you know, remember Cheers, everybody knows your name, like you go to this <laughs> beach, everybody knows everybody on this beach, and uh, yeah, we just have a blast, we get our season passes, we're there every weekend, I even go during the winter just to hang out. Very nice, very nice. So let's go to the beginning, what was the deciding factor in attending Seton Hall? Well, so in high school, believe it or not, uh, in our yearbooks, you had to put a quote in your yearbook. And um, I can't remember my quote offhand, but I knew it was about radio and broadcasting. So when I was figuring out my colleges, I knew I wanted to go away, but I didn't want to go super far. So of course I did my research, you know, which, which uh, colleges on the East Coast had the best radio stations. So back then it was a toss up between Syracuse and Seton Hall. Um, Syracuse lost out mainly because I hate snow. <laughs> Not that it doesn't snow in Jersey, but Syracuse, forget it. You're like buried in October. Um, but I really did my research on the radio stations and I loved the music on SOU. Um, I knew a lot of people that graduated from there and went on to have amazing careers. Uh, back when I was in school, a lot of people worked for record labels. I knew I didn't want to do that. I knew I wanted to be on the air, but I saw a really big success rate moving into this business. And then I went to see the campus and I just completely fell in love with it. <laughs> That's great to hear. So as I said, I was going to ask, does WSU have an impact on that decision? But it seems that it had all the impact. Yep. That's great. So, and you joined the station as soon as you could? You know, I joined, it's actually a funny story. I, um, I actually joined my first semester sophomore year. I did not join my freshman year. Um, and how that actually happened was I, rem I was taking the test. You had to take a test to be on the station uh, because you had to start out. You had to do, I mean, I don't know if it changed, if it's changed much, but you had to do an engineering shift, 
you had to do a new shift. You had to do, a, and then you, because everybody wanted the DJ shift, but you know, so you had to do everything. So I remember I was taking the radio station exam. I was coming out of my uh, fall of sophomore year. I just finished finals. I was taking my exam. Didn't feel so great. Took the exam. I was all set to start my first air shift over that Christmas break. And I wound, <laughs> I wound up coming down with chicken pox. Oh no. <laughs> Chicken pox and pneumonia. I'm like, um, I can't really do my first air oh, shift. No. So my first air shift was when I came back in January of my of my uh, sophomore year, and I had a blast. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. That's great. So yeah, the process is just about the same now. You take an entrance exam, you're an yep. AP, then you do news and uh, overnight DJing, and then you can be a DJ. So that's yeah, it's yeah. pretty much the same. All right. Um, what positions did you hold at the station? So I actually was assistant news director for a while. Um, uh, not news director, I was assistant news director. Um, I actually hosted uh, one of the news programs called Date Log. I don't know if you guys still do Date Log, but the Date Log was an hour-long news show. And um, I had an on-air shift too. So uh, I always did morning drive. I love morning drive. I still do morning drive. I mean, I'm in the middays right now, but I miss morning drive. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I love doing morning drive was because so when we were on the air, you could not play a band within three hours of each other. So back when I was in college, remember, I graduated in 93. So the station went off the air at 2 a.m. And you started up again at 6 a.m. So when I did the morning show, I would come in, turn the station on. It was a whole process. It was great. And I could play anything I wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> the same person hated me because it was like, oh, my God, you played all the great bands and all the great songs. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still like that every three hours but we're on 24 hours a day so yes yes, yeah. yes. that's awesome um, yeah it's great so what's one thing you learned at WSU that you took with you and you still use today so <clears throat> when I was going to uh, pr uh, proceed with my career in radio um, I wanted something twofold so I, I I liked news a lot and I knew that that could be use on any format so if you know how to do news and you know how to be conversational doing news you have a good shot of getting an on-air news position however um i was also a morning i was also a morning person i was a morning radio co-host um and i knew i wanted to be that funny second you know second banana you know that just a I was always, my nickname is and jen so it's always whoever i'm co-hosting with it's always so and so and jen so I wanted to make sure I got the best of both worlds going into my career. So when I was on SOU, obviously I had a couple of uh, new shifts and I made sure I had a radio show. And when I interned, I interned for um, Light FM in New York City doing news. And I interned at Z100 on the morning show. So I really did take the best of both worlds. And I went on to, to co-host many, many uh, morning shows on rock stations up and down the Jersey coast in New York city. Uh, and right now, currently I am just doing news, but what I love about it is a lot of times the hosts will, you know, whatever, they'll throw something at you. You gotta be ready. You gotta be ready <laughs> with a back. And there's yep. no reason why you cannot have that personality. Even if you're just doing a newscast, why not? You can have that personality. But I learned that starting back from my courses at Seton hall and from being on the radio. I mean, really, I mean, that's where it all started. Right, right. And about your internships. So what did producing entail for D100 and then at Light FM? What, did, what was your role so, at the internships? 
so Light FM, um, I interned on the morning show uh, with a woman named R Rasa Kay. She's, uh, she's still around doing radio today. Um, Rasa was the news director and the morning news uh, anchor on uh, Light FM. Um, and this wasn't about, you know, can you go get me a cup of coffee? Oh, no. <laughs> I wrote newscasts. She taught me how to write newscasts. She taught me how to write for radio because I was used to writing for print. We wrote a lot for newspapers. She taught me how to write for radio. Um, I produced, uh, po uh, well, they were on podcasts then, but they, they were kind of like that. So we would produce um, different uh, public service shows. Um, I, I used to do a lot of production. But back then, we had the reel-to-reel -reel and the grease pencil and the tape and the razor blades, not digital now. <laughs> so it was old school. And if you screwed that up, forget it, because then you had jump cuts and it was a hot mess. But, um, but I learned that. I also would intern at Z100 in, during the same time frame. So her husband was the morning co-host on Z100. So I would wow. drive into New York City one day, do an internship with her. The next day, drive to Z100. This is back when Z100 was in Secaucus. So I would drive to up there. And I learned how to be on the radio there. I was a phone op there for a while. Uh, I met a lot of celebrities. But I would screen the calls for the morning show. And then one day, it just so happened to be the morning news anchor on Z100, she called out sick. It was last minute. And they came to me and they said, you know the show. Get on the air. You're going to do the news. I said, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I can't do that. I was a 20-year-old kid. I didn't know. They were like, you know the show because I paid attention to the show. And I knew what she did. And I, I did. I got thrown on the air on the biggest radio station in New York City broadcasting live from the top of the Empire State Building. And uh, I did news for them, and I was funny, and they said, you really need to be a co-host, and that's how, that's what I did. That's an insane story. Wow. <laughs> I know. It literally, right place, right time, fell into my lap, right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, about going back to SOU for a second, what was your DJ name? Uh, Jen Orsillo. I did use, I did, I used my name. Yep. Nice, nice. Uh, so since graduating from Seton Hall, I mean, we've, we've touched on this, you've done it all. <laughs> and before, before interning, I will, after interning, uh, what was your first job straight out of college? Uh, I actually got hired from Z100 after my internship. Wow. They hired me to stay on the morning show. Um, and I phoned up for a while. Um, and I would fill in on the morning show. I did a lot of production for them. So a lot of bands would come up, a lot of celebrities would come up. They would do interviews with the with the hosts, and uh, I would sit there and produce it. Um, and then I, I remember a long time ago there was a very famous uh, DJ. His name was Adam Curry. So I used to produce the Adam Curry Countdown. He was out of California, so I would produce the Adam Curry Countdown on the overnight, and then do the morning show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was fun. I, I, and it was funny because I said, my dream one day is to be on Z100 because that was the biggest radio station. It turned out to be my first job. <laughs> Go wow. figure. That's great. And now yep. you're at um, NJ 101.5. New Jersey 101.5. Yep. Right. So what does a typical day look like there? Uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now in, in this day and age, it's all about the digital, digital first. It's, it's about the digital age. So of course, you know, I still, I come in, my, my first newscast is at 10 a.m., but um, I'm, I'm a morning person. So I usually get in about seven um, and I get myself set up for the day because it's not just about anchoring newscasts anymore. I mean, I write my own newscast, but now because it's a digital age, we do write a lot of digital stories. So I do 
interviews and I do production and I do uh, voicing packages for audio packages for the next day. So when you hear a newscast on the radio and you hear uh, a soundbite from, from whoever somebody was interviewing, we put together those packages. So we have to do the interview. We have to cut it up. We have to pull the excerpts. We have to produce the whole thing and voice it. And then we have to write a digital piece for our website. So we're doing that. Uh, I write a lot of digital pieces during the day. Uh, we're, we're always trying to do breaking news. We're always ch chasing down leads. So it's a, it's very busy in the newsroom. And then in between all that, you're on the air doing a newscast at top and bottom of the hour. So it's busy, <laughs> very <Right>. busy. <laughs> Isn't it always in radio? Constantly, and it's never a dull moment, especially when there's tech issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would you say is the best thing about working in radio? Oh God, there's so much. <laughs> I mean. I, I think it depends on what I'm doing. So if I'm co-hosting a morning show, I love to make, I love to make people laugh. Uh, I know what it's like, you put yourself in that situation. I know what it's like to be in the car, driving to work, and you're stuck in traffic, or there's an accident, or you're just, the, the kids made you mad that morning, and you're just in the mood. Now you put on the radio, and you're hearing a show, and you just laugh. Like somebody, somebody, somebody said something that made you laugh. I, I love being that person. Um, if I'm doing news, obviously I want to be the one that's breaking a story. I want to be the one, you heard it from me first, that the tolls are going up on the parkway. I mean, no, it's not good news, but you heard it here first. Oh my goodness. Thank God I listened. I've been a traffic reporter. I have done, I've been a business reporter. I have done, uh, you know, like I said, I've, I've, I've coasted morning shows. I have written comedy bits for, uh, for radio, uh, for radio co-hosts. I have, uh, I've done it all. I've done improv. I think I've done everything except sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then what about at SOU specifically? What do you remember from college being your favorite part? Oh my goodness. I, I loved my, sh I did. I loved my show. I did. I loved mm -hmm. my DJ show. Um, I always started out. My show was Def Leppard. Welcome to my show. And it was like my, that was like my whole intro. And I loved it. And I met so many great people. Um, in the business that, you know, I think back when I was in school too, we weren't afraid to, to learn from each other. So I had friends of mine that were just, they, they knew the record label, they knew the record industry. So I would sit with them and I would ask questions, you know, I, I would just learn from them. Um, I would watch other people that were DJing saying, wow, you, you hit the post on that. How did you do that? Teach me how to do that. Okay, well, you have to back time and do this or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> watching everybody and I feel like the more you learn about each aspect of radio whether it's news engineering sports DJ sales my goodness the more you know the more versatile you are the more valuable you are to a company we learn I learned that in school I, I did I mean we had a great business director um, we had a great station manager who taught us that like even if you don't want to do this for a living you need to know it because you never know when you're gonna get thrown in that situation so I really loved that. I felt like I learned there. You know, you just didn't go in and flip on a mic. I'm going to play a bunch of songs. That's it. No, we, we, we really took this seriously. And so many people, I think, before me, and even a couple of classes after me, really went on and became very successful in this industry. That makes me proud when I see Seton Hall alum. Seton Hall <laughs> alum. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I think it's so great that WSU is such a hands-on experience. I mean, I like it, it's, it was in 93 and it is now you get thrown into the station. I mean, you take your entrance exam and you, you learn and then you get thrown into it. And I was doing a giveaway 30 minutes after my shift started, my first shift started. And it was the first time I had been in the station ever because of COVID. 
I didn't know where I was going, but you know, I did the giveaway. Somebody got a, a pair of tickets and it worked out. Um, and you seem happy giving away those tickets, right? Didn't you yes. feel like you were doing such a great thing, right? <laughs> yes, I love talking. People like call up and they make their requests and I'm like, I will, we'll play that. I'm so excited that you're going to hear your song. Um, but I think yeah. that's really something so great about SOU specifically is that it's like, if you want it to be, it's like a four year long internship. 100% agree with that. And when people see a lot, I'll, I'll tell you too, when you actually go to do an internship, at a radio station, a TV station, wherever, and they see Seton Hall, they go, the first, oh my God, SOU, they know it. They know SOU, it's, it's a mark on the map, and it's very well respected, and it still is. I'm so happy, just after all these years, after being out of, the, out of, out of college, out of that station, that it is still going so strong and still holds that reputation. Yes, it's great. And it's because of alum like you that we hold that rep reputation, that you guys go on to do such amazing things that we're able to say, you know, look, look what we produced, look at all the great things that have come out of here. And right. like you mentioned before, I think it's, it still rings true that we all learn from each other. And, you know, there's certain DJs or certain people that are better in one aspect than others. And they're willing to teach and they're willing to sit down and say, Oh yeah, sit in on my shift and I'll teach you how to newscast and I'll teach you how to do this. And I think it's just, it's one of the, the things that's singular to our station. I'm not sure that other places have, this kind of atmosphere, which is, it's pretty special. And then when you're the one sitting in the chair and someone's coming in to sit on your shift, that's so special too, you know? So I, I love that. Yes. I, I mean, I recently, this is my first semester actually DJing. So oh. I, yeah, okay. I mean, I've been at the station a little less than a year, actually. I started, I AP'd, started APing last January. So it's been very quick, a very quick process from going and doing my first giveaway 30 minutes into my first <laughs> shift to now I'm, you know, I have a, a three hour DJ shift and a specialty show and all that. But yeah. it's, it's a quick turnaround if you want it to be. And it's yeah. unlike yeah, anything have, else. <laughs> you guys have an awesome station because I, I saw it a couple of years ago. I took a tour up there. And I couldn't believe how beautiful it looks. Um, <laughs> we did not have that. Um, <laughs> But, you know, and I think there was one time, I, I know it was my shift, I think it even went into somebody else's shift where nothing was working, couldn't play. Now, remember, we were playing CDs, you know, nothing was digital or any of that stuff, and it wasn't working. We had no music. So we literally had to talk, like, just talk. <laughs> so we were just pulling stuff from anywhere, like, you know, just talking about any band we could possibly think of. Oh, wow. Just trying to build the time while they're... The engineers are in there like under your foot trying to fix the equipment, but you're, you gotta keep it going. You gotta keep it going. And I think the best way to do that is, you know, I think you know, I think you're under the people under the impression, like, oh God, how do we mask this? How do we don't you tell them this is what's happening? Because when yep. you do that for me, I felt like people sympathize, people get it, and then you can make fun of yourself at the same time. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's too funny. You can't make this up if you try. When you try to mask it and you try to make something up, it will backfire on you 100%. So just go with it. Just go with it and have fun with it. Be yourself. And you got to laugh. You just have to laugh. I think that's the best part. That's one thing that really sticks in radio, especially. You got to be, be yourself and just make people laugh. They're listening on the way to work. They're going to school. They're in the car. They just want to feel like, like yeah. it's a conversation, you know, like you know them. Yeah, that's great. Feel like they know you so you become their friend you're you become their daily friend every you know um as part of their lives yeah yeah definitely all right well jen thank you so much for joining me stay tuned for another episode of the wsu alumni podcast
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the WSU Alumni Podcast. Make sure to listen to all of our old episodes and stay tuned for new ones. Also, make sure to check out the Pirates Eye Podcast, where they interview Seton Hall alumni from all walks of life. You could hear that on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts.